Folks and welcome to episode sixty-one of Blipcast, the Boring Lies of Interesting People podcast. I am Daniel, and I am Katie. Lady Lau means chaos with the K. Mesmer of the twenty-fifth. Oh my god, how old am I? I think you're twenty-five. <laughs> All right, great. The twenty-fifth PhD, aka the new little K. I and like. I... God, I sound so weird to myself. <laughs> I want to say right up top, this episode is going to be interesting because uh, it. it almost makes me sound like a weird like um negligent father i have the cat with me and it's just the cat and i and she's being very energetic and i'm kind of entertaining her also like my right hand is dangling a stick with a like a mouse on the end of it she's on katie's desk <laughs> batting at it and i am talking in the mic at the same time so she may meow she may knock something over and i might be like oh, god damn it cat but i love her so I feel you on that. Um, our cat is going crazy right now, and I'm not really sure why. I think it's because she like doesn't like to play with the dog. She like likes to attack the dog, and then the dog doesn't fight back. So it's a very one-sided relationship there, and so she doesn't get any like exercise out that way. <laughs> and so now we have to take care of her as far as like making sure she gets enough exercise, and it's never enough because she's like really energetic. How old is that cat? It drives me crazy. Uh, she's pretty young. I think she's like a year-ish. Because we got her in May and she was like six months then. So it's a little over a year. Almost two. <laughs> All right. Matt. I think Dennis is uh, nine months now and she's still very much a kid at heart. Likes attacking yeah. everything. <laughs> I don't mind that. We have... Whoa, do you have guests? Uh, <laughs> kind of. Um... There's a lot of like weird goings on upstairs. It's like we finally got the bad upstairs neighbors. Like we didn't have them for the longest time. And like there were people living there. And then all of a sudden people started making noise up there. It's real weird. Are I'm they, not sure what's going on. Is there a door that they see on their side that they're knocking on to get to your side? Because <laughs> that's what it sounded like. A door on the floor maybe? Yeah, door on the floor. <laughs> that's creepy. No, no thanks. So I'm not even going to lie, since we recorded last, I've done a lot, and so much has happened just in the world in general, but uh, how, <laughs> how, yeah. how have you been? Uh, I've gotten better. Good. You know? um, I've been okay. I haven't done that much because I've just been doing school. Uh, I know, it's really gross, but I just finished my first final. I think that's you did. really exciting. I don't <laughs> <laughs> like. I, I'm ninety percent sure I passed. Um, it's just I don't know how well because like everybody else. Oh my god. Oh my god. Knock everybody back. else. Huh? Knock back. Knock back. <laughs> get like a get like in friends and get a broom and just poke the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Or it's the next door neighbors and they're like putting up wreaths. Okay. Anyway. So um. Everybody thought it, they did okay, I'm presuming, because everybody thought it was easy. Which, I mean, I didn't think it was hard, but I thought there were, like, a lot of little nuances that he wanted us to discuss that he never actually specifically named. 
And like at one point in the exam, he's like, and these unspecified common law rules. <laughs> like, I was like, what? What are we supposed to mention? It was dumb. Um, but I think I did okay. I just talked a lot about the jury and how it how it will be affected by um, the silent mi- majority. <laughs> so yeah. Fun, fun. <laughs> yeah. How how are you? I'm doing well. Um, like I said, I've done a lot of things. Uh, right off the bat, I got engaged, so that's cool. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Katie Bear and I went down to the general Anaheim area and went to Universal Studios, which, by the way, is fucking cool. Yay. But really, it's like Harry Potter land, Simpsons land, and then filler. We spent, spent like, (laughs) half of our time in Simpsons land. Yeah. I mean, from the pictures, it seemed that way. That was the best. We we started there. We had lunch there. I think we went back and got a donut. (laughs) Only the best. How was the butterbeer? Do they have butterbeer? Yes, they did. It's so good. Like, I love butterscotch because, of course, at heart, I'm old man Dan. And right. I throw down on a Werther's and butterscotch candies. But, um, God, it's so good. And we, I'm excited. And Katie I want to go. kept putting off getting it, too, and I don't know why. I was like, come on, I just want it. I need it. I need it. And finally she got yeah. it, and I had, like, a sip, and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> so did you guys get robes? Or wands or anything we did go to the wand shop but we actually kind of snuck in on accident because there was a huge line that was going like out the door and down <laughs> see i kept wanting to call it diagon alley i didn't actually know where we were supposed to be i think i called it that and no one corrected me except for katie later I was like i'm surprised no one said that you're in fuck i don't even remember it's green guts am i wrong again yeah, yeah. it is diagon alley because ah! like the um the wand shop is Ollivander's. Gringotts is the bank. Oh, okay. So if you went there, then that's Gringotts. <laughs> I watched all the movies and didn't catch anything. So <laughs> good for me. Uh, but yeah, so we went through this door and we were looking at just like all the gift stuff there because she wanted to get something from Harry Potter area land. Hmm. And um, we look, we keep going in and suddenly like people are trying to sell us wands and telling us like all the details of them. Like, oh shit, I think we just snuck in the back way of the wand shop. <laughs> and the wands are actually less than I thought they'd be. But I mean, if I was more into it, I might've purchased one. Katie didn't. Uh, I think she got, uh, she got a Slytherin Stein from, yes. from like the uh, castle, which by the way, their castle's fucking legit. The ride in oh, it, yeah? the ride in it kind of sucks, but the castle looks amazing. God, now I have to go. I don't have any money to go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I should mention, like, almost all the rides are, like, shake you around 3D things. Like like the Harry Potter inside the uh, castle ride, whatever the hell it's called. I think it's Flight of the Hippogriff, maybe? Oh, yeah. Or is that the roller coaster? I I don't know, but... I know that is the name of a ride, (laughs) so yay. I'm pretty sure it's the roller coaster. The other one... um, is you go in you go in the castle and you sit in these things and it's kind of like a roller coaster but it just like keeps pushing you like towards screens that have 3D stuff and like oh also almost every single ride just like shoots you with water. Oh. It's like okay. that's the one technology they have over Disneyland like oh man we got <laughs> squirt guns suck it Disney. <laughs> so every ride like you get sneezed on by a T-Rex or like right. uh, I think you get spit on or something in the Simpsons ride. And uh, you can get slobbered on by a spider or something. 
But um, so look forward to that. But she got uh, that, and I think some other item. But I got a giant plush donut from Simpsons Land and a can <laughs> of Duff beer energy drink, which I'm not sure if I'll ever drink because I quit drinking those a couple years ago. Oh, oh yeah. But yeah, I just yeah. wanted something. So then, well, it... that sounds cool though. I like yeah. I like the idea of a giant plush donut. <laughs> And it's one of those places, like, I'm not itching to go again to. Maybe when on a Florida trip, go to the bigger Harry Potter thing. Because yeah. I guess Universal is two parks over there. And they split Harry Potter into two things also. Oh, I want to go. There's also one in Japan, I believe. Isn't there? I think you're correct. And then they just announced they're going to have Nintendo stuff soon at the Universal parks. That's fucking rad. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. So I'll be I'll be back for then, and then we can all go because I think yes. it'd be fun, I think it'd be fun to take people that have never gone before, rather totally. than go again. Like you know, Disneyland California Adventure, you, you keep going over and over and probably be fine. Right. But like, right now I don't I don't feel like going back there. Well, I, I mean, I, I advise you going. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll try. I advise. I I completely understand that though because like the um, if the rides aren't good at all <laughs> like why are you there to spend money and you know if you don't have a lot of exorbitant cash what are you gonna do there really drink butterbeer the entire time just go to drink butterbeer <laughs> <laughs> just eat crusty burgers and drink butterbeer yeah. <laughs> there's a veggie crusty burger too and i had it it's amazing really that's awesome uh so then the next day we went to california adventure and uh they're doing like the farewell to tower of terror so that li- mm-hmm. ride was very very popular and we yeah. got on that, and then we each had the Disney apps. So we were, like, looking at ride times and stuff like that. And I had this master plan to propose on the aerial ride. Mm-hmm. Because Katie loves her aerial. There's a part in the ride where they sing uh, Kiss the Girl, and my idea was to do it then. And it comes around the corner. It's the big wedding scene. That is what happened. However, the ride was closed all morning. Oh. And I didn't really have a back. <laughs> I didn't have a backup plan. And so I was like, shit, shit, shit. And then we walked by it, and it just opened. So we, we like, charged it, got on the ride. And my plan was to do it the second time because we did it three times that day. <laughs> but my plan was to do it the second time just to make sure I've got the timing of everything. But I thought it was going to break down again. So first ride through, I just did it. I was like, hey, will you marry me? <laughs> she's like, what? Aww. She's like, what? I'm like, uh, we, no, she's like, oh, of course, yes. It's just, wow, yeah. <laughs> and Aww, super stoked. Had some tears and had some hugs and good stuff. And yeah, so looking at probably spring 2018. That's so awesome. Yeah. I'm excited. That's so cute. The next day, Disneyland. And it was pre-Halloween-y. So like it was scary Space Mountain. And uh, the Haunted Mansion was... Nightmare Before Christmas, which was pretty cool, mm-hmm. but made me miss the other one. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, well... I love the Haunted Mansion. It's like my favorite ride, and seeing it in this way was cool, but I wish I could have gone on it once as Nightmare Before Christmas. Like, all right, cool. Press the button and then go on the regular ride. <laughs> no, I, I actually understand that. Like, the first time I went on um, the Haunted Mansion as an adult was for the Nightmare Before Christmas one. Um, just because, like, as a kid, I was terrified of um the haunted mansion and then i don't know i like nightmare before christmas so whatever but um after going on the regular ride i i think it's longer i i thought they changed the track up but like 
when I went on the uh, when I went on it this last time, it seemed like they cut part of the track, so that they didn't have to change it. Huh? Am, yeah. I, am I imagining things? <laughs> no. The, well, I didn't know. It. This is the first time I got on it, and it felt just as long as the regular haunted mansion ride. And oh, okay. All the turns and stuff felt the same. So if they did, uh, I mean, you'd know better than I would. It just felt like a normal haunted mansion ride. Oh, all right. Because I thought that the um, the crystal ball thing was later in the ride, but it's like the first room you enter after the hallway in the haunted or in the whatever. <laughs> ride in- intricacies can wait till later. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I was surprised that they didn't do more with the Halloween thing. Like it's only two rides. It's yeah. kind of weird. Like we went when we wanted went. We went when we went. Great <laughs> sentence. Uh, because we wanted to see what it was like being Halloweeny, and like they had different like foods that had orange to them, and that was kind of it. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's like I don't. They had like a pumpkin themed. Like they had some pumpkins everywhere that looked like Mickey Mouse, and as you go in, they had like big donald mm, and shit yeah. like that but that was but that it, was about it yeah and then much. they had like a poison apple sippy cup yeah <laughs> that i almost got <laughs> they also had a really cool like gargoyle found um fantasia thing which dan was convinced was gargoyles like the cartoon and i was politely telling him no but he kept saying yes and i was like okay dan <laughs> was that a disneyland pro- or a disney property i don't think so i think it was i mean i think it was warner brothers okay yeah, I don't see that now. But I know it was the dude from Fantasia. If if that's the same universe, then cool, but I doubt it. Uh, yeah, I Just don't saying. think the same universe. <laughs> I mean, That'd be interesting. Know. Breaking up the broom and suddenly that weird dog gargoyle flies up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Come on, Disney. You can make it more cool. Halloween-y. Have you ever been during like Christmas times? I did a really long time ago. Um, I don't remember what they changed for it, though. When we, I doubt they're going to actually change any rides or anything. Well, when we just went, they had the uh, Small World ride closed for, I think, Christmas renovation. Oh. Because it was, like, late October. So I imagine, like, November That's 1st, cool. they opened it, and it was, like, presents and shit. Or That'd it was just broken, cool, but they said for uh, <laughs> renovation. So I assumed it was Christmassy. Or maybe one of the little animatronics, like, came to life and started attacking. <laughs> Started a race war. Yeah. Something well, that's sad. Yeah, something. <laughs> something that, that's like, I mean, it's the idea of a race war isn't funny, but right now in the climate of the world yeah, and the country, really. it seems like too real, and it's just fucking right? a bummer. All yeah. right, you know, fuck it. How bummed were you on the night of the election? I cried. <laughs> yeah, Katie cried herself to sleep. I was. Yeah, not, I, I kept pacing, going out and checking my laundry, and just like if I smoked, that would have been what I would have you know smoked a cigarette but i just like got up went check my laundry walked around the apartment came back looked at my phone put my phone down was like i gotta check my laundry again yeah it's a bad yeah, it time. like dan kept holding out hope i knew like as soon as i came home and like they were like that he had even that he was even like at the same rate as her i knew that he was gonna win like, because it was either she was going to crush him or he was going to win. Like, that was the way that it was going in my head. And I was just, it was so disappointing that I was correct. But, um, I don't know. I just, I cried. I got, like, two hours of sleep that, that night. And then 
like I went to school and commiserated with all the all my fellow law students, which was <laughs> nice because I was like, oh, there are intelligent people in this country. Um, but yeah, it was, and then like since then, there's, God. It's, okay. It seems Aside, like a weird fucked up prank. Everyone he's like appointing and just like all the shit right? that's happening. It feels like we're being punked, but like, okay, it's not being punked. Like really punked, hardcore. Punk, like, punked I, was funny. This feels like the X Factor with Jamie Kennedy. It's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take that, Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> like, aside from all of the awful personal, like, attacks on people. There's also all these like First Amendment violations that are going on. Like I know that um, Michigan is it Michigan who is oh, what was it? It was like people they're they're fining people who are picketing in mass protests, which is interesting. Enumerated in the Constitution <laughs> or on the Bill of Rights, we'll say in the Bill of Rights. Uh, that like you have a right to assemble although i guess if you construe that literally that could mean anything and if it's too big then you're not protected anymore it becomes like some weird bullshit they could pull like a noise pro or a noise permit or something like that and yeah and yeah then that that could be their claim which is obnoxious yeah uh, it's just it's weird hey yeah. yeah, I think I read today it's six weeks till he takes office and some people are holding out the Electoral College is going to like flip it and I'm like, I don't see it coming. It's just going to, it's going to suck for a while. Yeah, I mean, it's, if we live that long, yeah. <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> if we live six weeks. Well, right. I mean, and if we get into wars with the people I think he's going to start wars with, we're the first to go, being California and yeah. closest to them. Because they're not going to go for Alaska. There's nothing in Alaska. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's it's interesting how, like, everyone who is afraid of, like, the whole terrorist uh, idea of being attacked, they don't live typically where places that are being attacked. Right. Like, sure, yeah. like, there is a pocket of people in New York who are flag-waving people that are afraid of any Muslim because of the idea of some sort of terrorist attack from extremists, but the vocal majority of those people are in the middle of the country where there's nothing to bomb. Mm hmm Yeah. It's just... Yeah. Ah, it's all I got. I just, like, have been... Gr <laughs> I've been, like, waking up, looking at some new shit and just, like, being fucking mad. And right? Fuck. And it hasn't gone away. Like, I kind of... It's numb right now. Yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. Feeling. <laughs> oh, it's just so disappointing. Like, somebody asked me why I cried, and I was like... I'm disappointed in everybody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and like, I had friends that were happy that they weren't voting and now they're upset about the election. And I uh, never been more enraged in my life. I, so at one of my jobs at the radio station, we're doing this thing called the 27 days of Christmas, mm -hmm. which in itself could be an entire episode of me just like saying how much of a bummer <laughs> that is. Because it's all right. Because the whole concept of it, for any listeners that don't know it, listeners to the radio station email in wishes for could be need, could be greed. It's just they want something from us, and mm -hmm. we at the radio station we try and make it happen. We hit up businesses for donations. We have some concert tickets we've gotten just for this. Uh, some people like want to work with us just ex exclusively for this promotion. But in doing that, we currently have fifteen thousand. 
uh, wishes that we've read and have printed out. We have to print out every single one. And it's a lot of reading people's sob stories. And it's just such a fucking bummer. But I have been getting these ones that say, like, I my wish is to be able to have enough money to get out of the country because Donald Trump is going to be our president. I And one of them specifically said, I voted for him and I didn't think this would happen. And now I'm facing the reality. Mind you, they live in California in a way their vote for Trump didn't really impact much. But still, the idea that even people that voted for him were like, fuck. Oh, yeah. No, I saw something about like people who are tweeting at him saying that he's a liar. Like the people who wanted him to win and like do everything that he promised. They're like, you're such a liar because you haven't built the wall yet. And I'm like, <laughs> well, hold on. <laughs> Give him a chance to build that wall. But um, yeah, no, I... I don't know. I just I think it's funny how quickly they flip. Like those are the type of people he wanted and now I mean it's not like he'll suffer any consequences since he has control of all of the power in the United States, but um, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just oh my god. I I don't hold out hope that the electoral college is going to do anything, but I just it would be so funny. It would be amazing. <laughs> See, if if the Electoral College actually did flip it and, I guess, go with the popular vote and give it to Hillary yeah. or whatever everyone's dreaming for, yeah, the Civil War would start. <laughs> I feel like well, there'd, there'd be enough people that would just, like, still be on his side and either yeah. there'd be a mass, like, secession and some states would finally get their wish to, like, be their own states and then we'd have this weird shaped country where it's, like, a blue ring and then the middle would be like a red other country called like Trump America. <laughs> or actually that would probably wind up being America and then the the like states that don't want to deal with Trump would I don't know, Canada too. Well, I think honestly we shouldn't be talking about this, but um I think it would be California, Washington, Oregon would be their own state. It would split that would be America, and then the Upper East would be um, would be another state or another like country. I don't know, but Katie and I, I were, were talking about this and how like if uh, Washington, Oregon, California became its own like nation of states, then people who want California to be six states or whatever could finally have their six fucking states, and then yeah. we'd have eight states in our country, which fine state of jefferson whatever it's just that because we carry the entire industry of the united states mostly mm-hmm. um because every other state grows corn to feed animals um i think i think they would have a problem letting us go but that's not really that's not for talk until actually it happens it's just it's gonna be bloody. Either way, it's gonna be bloody. Yep. That's that's the state of the United States right now. <laughs> and we here at Blipcast are here reporting on it a month state later. State of the Union. Yeah. <laughs> the Blipcast State of the Union a month after the fact. <laughs> well, oh, this one. Well, this hi, one's FBI. got. <laughs> well, this one's got an uh, episode title now. Oh, hi, cat. Shit. Hold on. All right, there we go. Uh, she she charged my wires, and that just seems like a bad oh. time. Yeah, 
Because she was helping me sound check. I don't know if you saw my Facebook post of her sniffing my microphone, but it was fucking cute. <laughs> so, um, uh, sad election stuff aside, I, I, you know, it's kind of hard to jump off to anywhere. But I saw a bunch of movies since we recorded last. What did you see? I saw the movie Room. Have you heard of? Room. Not the room. Not, but not room. Tommy, yeah. Oh, the one where, uh, with um, Sir Patrick Stewart. No. No? No. I don't remember her name, but it's about... Uh, <laughs> okay. no, it, it makes sense if you've seen it. There's basically two characters in the whole thing. Oh, okay. Never mind. It's a woman and her son that live in captivity, like, just in this one room. And it's a really dark, sad story about this guy that ha has held them hostage, and the boy was raised there and only knows the room. And oh, yeah, and it's this really interesting tale. Uh, or, like it's a book also, but the book apparently is very, like, challenging to read because it's written from the perspective of this boy, who, for no real reason, speaks like a moron. Well, okay, I, I wouldn't say for no real reason, because, like, if you don't, if a person doesn't have relative freedom, they actually, like, it shrinks your brain. But you, wouldn't his, like, diction and how he speaks reflect his mother, and I think he had, like, a TV where he got to watch cartoons or something. Oh. Yeah, th that, I thought about that, but she speaks normally to a degree. He leaves out words and <laughs> calls his hair his strong which is now something <laughs> i do because <Okay>. <laughs> or like there's this thing where the guy who holds him captive if they've been good or whatever it's fucked up they get a sunday treat so like one sunday treat he brought them jean pants and now every sunday katie and i talk about sunday treats <laughs> what the fuck yeah we're monsters but the movie is really good. It's it's okay. a really interesting thing, and it it changes tonally about halfway through, and without spoiling anything. And it's like I, I do recommend it. And then okay. be because we were in the Halloween uh, spirit over a month ago, we watched the Adams Family, which totally holds up. <laughs> and, good. and then we watched Beetlejuice, which doesn't hold up at all. I you know what I I am not surprised by that because I. Katie and I were just talking about this last night. The world they create in Beetlejuice is really cool. The like yeah. haunted house and like the ghosts and like the claymation and stuff like that. But the character Beetlejuice, for as much like love of it still has as a character of, you know, just like, I don't even know. But like it became like a cultural icon. The character's really fucking gross and rapey and just like not funny oh, or yeah. interesting. Yeah. But it, it's interesting to see him play that character and then realize, hey, this is the guy from Spotlight. <laughs> or Birdman or what? something. Michael... I, I have not seen Birdman. Birdman's really good, too. It's it's very pretentious, but it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then also watch this documentary called Holy Hell. Okay. Which is on Netflix, and it's about like a cult leader. And all these people come together after uh, they break away from the cult and they make this documentary about their experience in the cult. And hmm. uh, it's it's really interesting because this guy created this like this like subsect of Buddhism that basically is about like finding enlightenment and stuff like that. But the way people find it is by catering to him. 
the fuck? Yeah, it's it's on Netflix. It's a really interesting documentary. Um, it's genius, right? <laughs> and like they lived in this like compound together and could still have total like normal lives and have jobs and stuff like that. And they were just like he had a guy that would just like put his shoes on for him and he'd stand around and just like smile and like have these creepy vacant eyes. <laughs> I feel like this is how like kingdoms were started. <laughs> Just one person has like an idea that someone's like, yeah, dude, you're talking my friend Barney. He's like a great idea. Yeah. Our friend Barney is a great idea. <laughs> um, I also saw a movie called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Ah, yes. Did you see that? Yeah. Thoughts? Um, I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Not as much as Dan did. Dan was like in love with it. Um, I I really enjoyed how uh, the actor portrayed Newt. I think that that sort of character is like deeply lacking from Hollywood and I appreciate it. Um, I liked that the focus was on animals. I wasn't so much into the montage, but I'm never into montages. So what was <laughs> yeah. the montage? Um, when they were showing off all his animals. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I saw Grindelwald coming at the very beginning of the movie <laughs> when mm-hmm. they had that scene. Um. Uh. What, okay, I didn't see. I didn't see who was playing Grindelwald that early. It was disappointing when I found out. <laughs> so many people have a, such a uh, strong reaction to that reveal, and I don't get it. It's okay. It's only because I have zero respect for him as an actor now. I feel that he only ever plays Captain Jack Sparrow now. Yeah. Spoiler: It's Johnny Depp, but. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's it's fine. But like, I feel like anyone who who's gonna see it knows by now. And other people just like, oh, Johnny Depp's in it. Yeah. He's he's in it long enough to look up and look like a very uh, pale version of every character he plays. And also say something completely unintelligible. Could not understand him. Yeah. No clue what he said. <laughs> so, oh. am I to believe he's in all the other movies now? All the other yeah. four. He will be. I don't know how many. Well, I don't. I don't know the story of Grindelwald at all. But yeah, he'll be in the other ones. At least the next one. I appreciate how in the Harry Potter movies, uh, the other star of every Tim Burton movie is in them. Mm-hmm. What's her face? And now Johnny Depp's in this one. Is he secret? Is Tim Burton secretly running this universe? I don't know. Conspiracy? I think so. <laughs> uh, God, I hope not. I actually. Tim Burton is ruining everything he touches lately. Yeah. And also, he's an asshole. I've heard that's that news. Yeah. Like, what was his deal this again? past year, he just came out to be an asshole. But what, what did he, like, do or say? or so? So, I don't remember. He was talking about representation in Hollywood and basically said that um, it's like, it was something like, if, if a character is written white, they should be played by a white person. Or, like, there's no reason to believe that it was something about um, minority casting and it was just like really bad the way he said it basically saying he wanted to cast white people only forever and ever <laughs> Gross. unless they were specifically written as a minority like that it was essential to their character I, I kind of want to read a Tim Burton script that has a minority, <laughs> minority character just to see how the script was written <laughs> Black man walks in. Yeah. Tim, why does it say this guy's a black man? 
It's important. Why? It, 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 it is. just is. <laughs> Why? What, 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 this one just says, man, can this be uh, Michael B. Jordan? No, it cannot. <laughs> uh, I actually got in this argument with one of my coworkers recently. He was talking about how we were talking about how, well, I was complaining how I'm just sort of over the whole Marvel film franchise thing for a while, I think. And he was talking about Doctor Strange, which I haven't seen. I've heard good. I haven't either. I've heard good things. I heard it's like a visual spectacle, which that alone doesn't really sell me, because that's <laughs> all I've heard about it. Yeah. But um, he was talking about how the Fantastic Four movies were terrible, and the second, like the reboot of it, had a black man playing the Human Torch, and he's like, oh, in the comics, cool. he's white. I'm like, so he's like, he's white in the comics. I'm like, so they made uh, a character change. He's like, but that's not how it was. I'm like. The thing you're complaining about's not real. It doesn't fucking matter if they change like a fake thing into a different fake thing. Like Hello. if he plays the character fine, he, I was like, "You're one of those guys where it's just gotta be way in the comic, is it?" He's like, "I mean, I guess it just it just didn't sit well." I'm like, "I was like, I'm straight up. I don't think you're racist. I think there's something weird there that you need to investigate, though." <laughs> He's like, "So." It, it was uncomfortable for the rest of the day, and then I think the next day he forgot, so we were fine. No, that's good. It's good that you say that, though, because I think people need to be confronted about that more often instead of just, like, the quiet acceptance or, like, quiet shunning that I do. I know <laughs> I do it. <laughs> well, like, it, it, is a, it is like a fictional universe, and I feel like in that it's a fictional universe, you have liberty to play with characters race religion sexual sex, orientation all that shit but like if uh fuck who would be a good example if like samuel jackson was playing abraham lincoln that yeah, would be, be kind of cool but it would be historically inaccurate something to be fictionally right. inaccurate can't be right although i yeah, am all true. for samuel L. jackson playing lincoln i'd yeah. watch the shit out of that uh, other movies I saw, I saw Rent. Did you like it? I've never seen it. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I think it's a, a movie that if you're into musicals and you saw it when you were like 13 or 14, I get why you love it. But okay, seeing it as a 28-year-old male, well, that's not even, ma leave male off of it. Uh, as a, just a 28-year-old adult and seeing these people being like, fuck you, we do whatever we want. Yeah, I'm like... You're all like 40. Pay your rent. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's like got a sad story to it underlying. But like the concept is them fighting somebody who is like in the right. They should have paid their rent. Oh, yeah. And I couldn't get over that. But like the songs, are, some of the songs are good. Like the talent in the film is really like they're all really good singers and stuff like that. Although, um... I don't know if he's technically the male lead, but oh, what the hell's his name? Anthony Rapp is a terrible film actor. <laughs> oh, okay. Good to watch out for, I guess. And then uh, the last movie I watched was Moana, which I loved. <gasps> I watched that too. Did you it like was it? Good. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I mean, I have a Pacific Islander, half Pacific Pacific Islander boyfriend, so he ra ragged on it after. Like, he was happy. <laughs> that it exists uh -huh. but like it was it was just all of pacific islander cultures smashed into one mostly samoan but yeah i could see that 
like so they didn't really like specify what island they were supposed to be they did not that is correct so um, i kind of feel like they had liberty to do something like their their own culture and this is how it is but they're definitely right. grabbing from other places yeah um it's just you know the whole endorsement of aulani the disneyland resort in hawaii was kind of like oh yeah also come here i don't know <laughs> i thought that was really weird but i don't know i just i totally it's probably just because i'm racist but i i got the vibe that it was just like a hawaiian movie so i don't know <laughs> i i kind of got that also because well my parents just went to hawaii uh, my yeah. dad won like a trip through our work to go there, which was a, a oh, weird. Cool. It was a weird thing because like the whole way you won it is they had three categories, and depending how long you were there, they drew your name out of a bucket, mm-hmm. and he got his name drawn out of the bucket, and he got however many, however much money towards a vacation. So they're like, "Fuck it, let's go to Hawaii for free." That's and cool. They went to Hawaii and they just went to the Disneyland Resort that's there just to kind of poke around and see what's up. And mm-hmm. they said it was just like literally all Moana shit. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's cool that they made a movie like that. Um, I think it's sorely. Well, it is important. I don't know why I said sorely. Um, but. And I appreciate that there were literally no white people. So it wasn't like Pocahontas where there was just like, here's white people making life, quote unquote, better. Right. Um, I don't know. I thought it was really good. And I, I really like the idea that like, I think they put too many different concepts into one movie. So it kind of diminished the importance of the female lead, her not being, not technically being the hero. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But um, yeah. One thing somebody pointed out to me, and I'm completely lifting this from them because I didn't think about it at the time, but I respect how her becoming the like leader of the island was just normal. Like that she was going to be the oh, next yeah. person in charge. Like Especially... it was not like she's going to be the woman in charge. It was like, you're going to be next. And then everyone's like, yep, she's next. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because like in his speech to her, he was like, and my father and my grandfather and my great grandfather, like he never once mentioned a female, but was totally cool with just saying, oh, yeah, you're my child. You're the next leader of the island. Yep. Like not working to like cool. go bang and try and get a brother. So he's the, the leader. But like, no, right. you, you yeah. put, put your rock up there. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. So what else have you been up to? Oh, God, what have I been up to? Come on, phone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I was halfway forced to make a Christmas list. Ho, ho, ho. Um, it is literally animal things and stuff for school next semester. <laughs> like, I'm looking at it now and I'm like, oh, I'm an adult. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to put on the Christmas <laughs> list anymore. Uh, my like Amazon wish list is kind of the opposite of that. It's nothing but like <laughs> games I won't buy myself. That's fair. I I didn't put any of that on Christmas because I I don't have time to play games. Like my only time to play games is during Christmas break, and like I can't go see them until after Christmas, so it kind of defeats the point. But um, oh yeah, and our Christmas break is only like two weeks. 
I'm pissed off. It's like you're back in elementary or high school or something. Like college should be like a month. Yeah, and like with how stressful law school is, it's just like not healthy. God. Although, granted, most of the upperclassmen have their finals like in this week. So they have next week off. But because we're first years, kind of. Yeah, it's shitty. So, but what, so what actually is on your Christmas list? So you just said like... Oh, it's... Okay, so I have like a litter mat. Um, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I totally need one of those real bad. Yeah, they're they're great. Uh, however, our litter box, I think, is too small for uh, Kara. So like <laughs> if the litter box is too full, like if I forgot to clean it, she'll pee outside of it. Like it has a little <laughs> lid. Right? <laughs> so she'll just go in and like onto the mess of um, litter that she has kicked outside of the box onto the mat and now it's just like a matted clump of pee that I can't really um, vacuum up so it's just kind of there so I just need a new one and then I was going to get her a bigger litter box so that didn't happen anymore. A. Gro- and then I have- gross. B. Half, <laughs> half credit though. <laughs> Thanks. Um, and then I have paw butter for Jet. And um, I have, like, cat toys. I don't know if you've ever purchased them, but there's, like, this brand of cat toy on Amazon called Easyology. It's, like, a telescoping um, cat teaser thing. I don't know. I'll I'll send you a link because, like, it's the most amazing thing in the world. Our cat goes crazy for it. Um, So I have that and refills. And then I have... Oh, I have uh, examples and explanations for property, contracts, and um, uh, constitutional law. Those are my next classes, in case you were curious. <laughs> um, what else do I have? Oh, so, I, so far, I, either nothing for you or nothing fun. Well, I don't know. Acing my classes is fun. Don't judge me. All right, I'm not. All right, I'm just not <laughs> judging. You want oh. you want what you want. I'm just saying, I'm, there's nothing like. Uh, maybe it's more adult of you, but like, I kind of feel like the spirit of a Christmas gift or asking for something is something kind of fun or silly that maybe you wouldn't buy yourself, or that's like uh, a little bit of escapism or something. But if you don't oh. have time to escape, then you do you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much, because uh, my other <laughs> item... Well, okay, so I have a couple things for me, but they're, like, really expensive. Um, well, sort of expensive. There's a really expensive item, and then everything else is, like, 20 to $50. Um, I have a mouse pad on here that's, like, rainbow. Clearly important. That's and right. And then uh, <laughs> speakers, because my computer doesn't have speakers, so if I want good sound, I have to listen on headphones, and I really hate that. Um, and then a mechanical keyboard that's rainbow, because rainbows are fucking awesome. Mm, I, I'm, I'm back on board for your Christmas list, by the way. <laughs> and then it gets boring again. I have a backpack on here. I have, um, like, one of those reading rests, so, like, you can keep your book straight up so you don't hurt your neck when you're reading. Um, I have post-its and highlighters and printer ink. Oh, I need printer paper on here, too. 
This is also kind of just a list of things that I have to buy before the semester starts. Yeah, this is also just evolving <laughs> into an office trip. Basically. <laughs> oh, then I, I mean, have anything... mechanical pencil lead. Well, I see, I don't use pencils. I use gel pens. So everything is nice and pretty and colorful. I'll take a picture of my textbooks for you sometime. Please. I have... Oh, my God. So... Uh, okay, this isn't my case of the episode, but there's this case called Iqbal. Oh my god. So gross injustice. This is about like after the um this is the like the internment of uh Arabic um Arabic Muslims in the United States after nine eleven. Mm-hmm. And like how they um racially profiled them and brought them to Guantanamo. Well this guy sued the United States uh, saying that it was a violation of um his First Amendment right to like religion right um so (laughs) god there's apparently an exception for the fbi based on they give a term and i don't remember what the term is but it's basically like privilege because you work for the united states that you can't be sued for things and like their reasoning was basically we don't want you wasting government worker time in order to sue the United States based on possible constitutional infringements. And like the entire case, I was just like, what the fuck? Injustice, like fascism. It's just like, oh, it's great. I'll send you pictures. It's it's the best. I'm highly amused by it, clearly. <laughs> but anyway, cool. so that's my life right now. <laughs> I, I, of course, have seen a thousand shows. Um, so one of the i'll go backward no i'll go forward in in order (laughs) so back before since we last recorded uh aftershock happened in sacramento not an actual earthquake big festival uh metal thing i was like what yeah i thought about clarifying just in case but uh aftershock is a festival that happens over the weekend in usually mid to late october and this year it was headlined by tool cool and avenged sevenfold uh, the radio, yeah, the radio station was out there for both days, and I was only able to go Saturday. So that day, I got to kind of see Tool, who I'm not a huge fan of, but that was that was a fucking spectacle. The hmm. the musically, like I, I get why they're like pretty good. I don't get why they're as big as they are, because other okay. bands that like play that day were Slayer and. Uh, Primus and stuff, who I feel like Tool should be on the same level, and there should be, like, one band after them. So, right. I, like, I just, quality-wise, I don't think they should be headlining and selling out this whole festival, because they, they're, <laughs> they're why it's sold out. Right. And they're just some, I don't, they don't click with me. I don't get it. Uh, but, mm-hmm. like, that day I saw Baroness, who were really good. I did see Primus, who I've kind of wanted to see for a long time, and it was fucking weird. They're, oh, they're, bye. Well, their videos, instead of showing the band playing, like that would project on either side, were yeah. just David Firth cartoons. <laughs> so, like, okay. one song was just straight up Salad Fingers. And, Interesting. And I was digging it, but I, it was not what I expected. Right. Uh, then there's this band called Avatar. And the band Avatar, it, they don't dress like the blue people. Instead, they all dress like clowns. And. They come out to like the thing, and then yeah. their singer just looks like, like an evil mime. They're like, not quite juggalo, 
But but definitely Juggalo. But if they were to be on the Gathering of the Juggalos like festival bill, I would not be surprised. <laughs> I don't. I don't think they're part of the family because they're Swedish. Oh, by the way, I'm very schooled on Juggalos now. I don't know if I mentioned that. You did, yes. Okay, on good. The last episode. I know everything about Juggalos now. Everything. And, and since then, I've listened to a fuck ton of fish because my life is terrible now. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, but also Slayer played, and that was really cool, despite I kind of like, I kind of feel like I outgrew liking them as much as I did, because mm-hmm. their stuff is like very straightforward and super aggressive, and when you're like 14, it's perfect. Right. Yeah. But seeing some them play some of the older songs that I hadn't heard them play was like really cool. That's cool. And then we got some interviews that day, uh, but Ooh. that was kind of a, a weird pain in the ass, because most people canceled on us. Oh, but we, doesn't that always happen to you, though? Uh, I thought being at the, like, level of the radio station that oh. they wouldn't cancel because it was, like, the the jocks doing it. So right. it was, like, Pat Martin and all those people doing the interviews and, like, still got canceled on. But we were, we were able to talk to the singer from Baroness, the clown man from Avatar, which was such <laughs> an uncomfortable interview. Because <laughs> while it was happening, Mashuga was playing, like... Yeah. 150 yards away and you couldn't hear anything that was happening so it was just like four people all like trying to hear each other with one dude in clown makeup who who was just like (laughs) kind of confused why it was happening right then and then the same thing happened during this band uh their singers of the pretty reckless who was also cindy luhu in the grinch movie that jim carrey starred in the little girl it's her oh she has a band she has a band that's okay they kind of play like 70s throwback hard rock stuff and their big selling point when they play shows is that nine times out of ten she just like shows her boobs oh and she's been doing this band since she was i think 16 or 17 and has been flashing ever since then but back in the day she had tape on her nipples now that she's an adult i don't know if she still does but i i guess in the interview it came out that she was asked not to do that at aftershock (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how anybody heard that because Slayer was playing when that was happening. Oh. But what was really funny is... it's about boobs, so... Yeah. Uh, So what was funny is, like, for us to set up our tent there and have everything, I got to Discovery Park at 7.30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I left there at midnight. I was there all fucking day setting up... like. People came. I saw everybody come in, and I saw everybody leave. But <laughs> as we were waiting for people to leave, all the other uh, like street team people and uh, promo techs and people and stuff like that, we all kind of were just standing around. And then it became this like weird camp vibe, where it was like late at night at camp, and we were all just kind of getting real and just talking Aww. about how like we had like different dreams and stuff like that we want to do with our life, and how like uh, just how things were going in our lives and this one girl is like yeah sometimes i go to parties and i shouldn't drink but i but i do drink but i shouldn't drink because i'm just gonna sleep with somebody and then she just kind of let that hang there and then someone was like we should probably start taking down because it was like (laughs) it was like getting too real wow all right uh, those are my favorite kinds of conversations though i feel like i never have those with people have you ever seen the movie the overnight no. It stars Adam Scott and Jason Schwartzman and oh, what the hell is her actual name? Piper from Orange is the New Black. Mm. Um, it's a pretty cool movie and it's about this 
couple, they, they meet this other couple and they just go over to their house for dinner and they barely know them. And then just like the night unfolds and it becomes one of those nights of just people like who don't really know each other are getting to know each other really, really well. And it's a really interesting movie because like I haven't had one of those like super late night real kind of things in a long time. And just seeing them go like have that conversation amongst like kind of funny chaos was like, oh man, I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> yeah, right. That's cool. I'll have to check it out. Also Netflix. Okay. Um, other shows I saw, I saw uh, Stephen Wilson again. <laughs> He was supposed to... How many times? This is three. Oh. I yeah. thought it was more than that. No. Okay. The, okay. The number you're, you should be saying Jesus about is that I saw Between the Barrier to Me and Devin right. Townsend. Two Again. T- two times uh, in about in the span of a week, <laughs> ca- making for 11 times for both of them. <laughs> yeah. So that's the Jesus one. But Stephen Wilson, Stephen Wilson should have counted for like three times because... He's supposed to have an opener. The opener didn't get his visa because he's from England. So instead, or he was going to anyway, Stephen Wilson played for about three hours. Oh. Uh, I mean, that's awesome. It was pretty cool. Uh, Katie went with me and is not as into Stephen Wilson as I am. And, (laughs) oh, man, it's so... I'm sure that was exciting. It was such a relief that his shows lately have been, like, seated shows because it was just so much. But it was was good. He played some porcupine tree stuff and did a Prince cover and it was a good time. And then um, on our way back from our LA adventure, we saw uh, the deer hunter who I may have mentioned on the show before, but uh, they do like kind of anthemic prog rock stuff. And they played with the awesome orchestra of San Francisco. So they already had the potential for having a great show on their hands. It wound up being the best set I've ever seen. Oh, their singer has like the, the most amazing voice I've ever heard live. And he was on just like killing it. And to see that band play with the symphony just elevated everything to a whole new height. And I think it's the best that I've ever seen. I'm still like kind of riding high on it. The deer hunter. Yes. D E A R hunter. Ah, all right. In like kind of a Coheed and Cambrius way, they have a bunch of all their albums are concept albums that tell like one big story. So they just put oh, up. Cool. They just put up uh, number five of a series of six. So they were playing a lot of stuff from that. Oh, I think you recommended them once, and I was going to look them up, and then I didn't write it down, so I didn't do it. Well, I, I'm recommending them, but that is not my recommendation. Well, okay, yeah. Uh, well, I'm just uh, saying that you. Anyway, whatever. And then I did something I haven't done since South by Southwest. I went to two shows in one day. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Doug Benson had a Douglas movies at 4:20, of course, which you can listen to. Yep. On you can I... you can hear his voice on a different podcast. Mm-hmm. You can go listen to it. Yeah, the Sacramento episode of Douglas movies has a, a appearance from myself, and it's fantastic. <laughs> Every time he uh, goes to a show, he likes to play this game called the uh, fuck. It was it's also called the Seth Rogen game. Uh, last man Stanton mm. and he calls he gets somebody on Twitter who tells him a name at the show so he can play along and people just name like movies by that person until they can't anymore and I tweeted him like hey I have a fun one and he responded to me and said I like fun so I'm like holy shit he's probably going to pick me <laughs> so he did at the show and he's like where is Ovacord because my Twitter name is Ovacord and he's like what is that I'm like oh my last name's Cordova it's just kind of like mixed up a little bit 
He's like, Ovacord, 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 Cordova. What's your last name? I'm like, Cordova. And this lady screams out, it's backwards. And I just quietly go, no, well, no, it's not. <laughs> but then he just says, like, good luck with that and having to live with that the rest of your life, which, A, you can change your Twitter name, and B, it's yeah. not difficult. It's just, I don't know. He it was just dumb. Don't, don't be upset about it. No, I wasn't upset, but I was confused because I felt like I offended him. For some weird reason, he was, like, upset that I had this name that he didn't, like, get or wasn't, like, funny or something. It was just, like, a name. Yeah, I think it was because it wasn't purposefully, like, funny. And, like, he was expecting it to be, probably. I don't know. Like, his reaction was weird, but I think he was just too high to handle it. <laughs> oh, yeah. My he was thing. definitely high, of course, because it's Doug Benson at a 420 show <laughs> that started at 430. Weird. Because he was getting high at 420. Of what are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was it was really cool. It was a fun episode, um, and that interaction was funny. And then after that, we went straight to Harlow's in Midtown and saw William Fitzsimmons, who I've mentioned on the show before, who plays just, like, sad guy with a guitar rock. Ah, that's right. Okay, that's another person. Uh, so good. Like, and I went to the bathroom, and I, and I don't know if you've been to Harlow's, but behind the venue, there's, like, this courtyard where most of the acts just go to smoke. And he was, like, standing out there talking to somebody. And I went to the bathroom. I came out, and he was, like, just kind of loitering out there. So I walked up to him. I'm like, oh, hey, man, because I pre-ordered his live CD and got tickets with it. Or I bought tickets that came with the CD or whatever. And there was no one at his merch booth. It was weird because I was, like, going to ask him for a CD. And I was like, hey, hey, man. And before I could even say anything, he's like, oh, I like your beard. I was (laughs) like, thank you. so." You know, I've always wanted to ask you this question because his look generally is a big big goofy beard but he's bald on top right and i was like when do you where do you decide your beard ends and you decide to start shaving he's like that's actually a really good question i was like yeah i'm you know i'm i'm balding and i'm debating taking that plunge and just shaving my head and figuring it out and i don't know where to stop he's like i usually start with the glasses so just like where the glasses like arms that's fucking brilliant so like right there i use that as a guide and then above that i shave but below that i grow but like and we start talking about how it's a little inaccurate sometimes because I don't know he tilts his head and then we were talking yeah, like yeah. beard oil and then just like beard care and then we were just like talking about <laughs> shit and then it had been like kind of a while and I told Katie I was going to the bathroom and then I was like oh actually I approached you because I wanted to uh, see about getting your live CD because I pre-ordered it and there's no one at the merch booth so he walked over to the booth with me got the CD out of a box just like handed it to me he's like is there like a list I need to be crossed off of he's like nah if you want you can come back and just say you didn't get it and get another one i guess <laughs> so he, he was like the fucking coolest dude and That's awesome and it was like a funny interaction and he got back and katie's like where were you i'm like oh just in the back talking beards with william fitzsimmons <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic oh my god and then uh the last show sort of thing i've gone to since then was we went to see the lion king in san francisco at whatever Oh my god. Theaters How are. was that? I didn't love it as much as everybody around me. Oh. But okay. I th- <laughs> Yeah. I I told that to people and everyone gets like disappointed because it should be amazing and it just right. didn't hit me. Uh like my favorite song in the whole cuz it it's just an adaptation of the Disney movie and my favorite uh song in it is Be Prepared. Like yeah. I fucking love that song and I think the fact that whoever was playing Scar that night cuz they came out before they started and like just let you know the part of scar will be played by so-and-so he did it wasn't as epic as i thought it could be 
Um, and that like kind of ruined it for me because I just like, oh man, this is gonna be amazing in person. And it was like, be prepared. I was like, oh, oh, that sucks. So I had really high hopes for that, I think. But like the costumes are amazing, and everybody is in just like the most insane shape. Everyone is just made of abs. Yeah, and, right. of course. <laughs> yeah. Because not only is it like a Broadway production, but like everyone is just like a shirtless man, mostly wearing like some part of like an animal anim animatronic. So they're mostly just like awesome. Yeah, like there's a, there's a, a, a gay couple next to me, and one guy just like leans over to his spouse of some sort, boyfriend, not sure. Partner. Yes, yeah, partner. Thank you. And said <laughs> and just like, did you see his? He's like, oh my god, yes. <laughs> and then for the rest like the rest of the show they quietly like whisper like they point at guys who like have really crazy good abs they had and I was like they're right these guys are in amazing shape definitely gonna fuck later <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that that got him where they wanted to be <laughs> uh, awesome. Katie enjoyed it quite a bit teared up a few times most of the folks around us gave it a standing ovation uh, I would probably see another production of it again that particular show was a little disappointing too many understudies I think because we rolled up and they gave us the uh, program and it had two papers in it already saying they're understudies and they announced a third one before they started. I wow. I would have liked to see the A-team, I think. I mean, like, if you see a show like that, you need to see shows that are at the beginning of the season. Probably, yeah. <laughs> this already been, the end. Yeah, this already been there, like, two or three weeks. Right, and those people have, like, shot their vocal cords so they have to rest. Yeah, probably. Plus, I think it was, like, a Wednesday night, so they're not putting out the... That's not this Friday, Saturday show. Right. I think yeah. it was still sold out, so I'm not sure why they wouldn't. Well, well, because, you know, you can you can develop cysts on your vocal cords if you push too hard. Maybe you can. Oh, God. That, you know what? That's what? why um, Julia Andrews. That's her name, right? That sounds wrong for some reason. Julie Andrews? Julie Andrews. Julie are we talking like old school singer? Yeah, lady? yeah. Yeah, Julie Andrews. She can't sing anymore because she did that. Because she sang too hard and developed cysts on her um, on her larynx and had to get it, like, cut. <laughs> now she can't Ow. sing. <laughs> yeah. Just simply cutting it doesn't seem like the ideal way to fix it. <laughs> but I could, I'm not a doctor. Oh. There's actually a case about that. About me not oh, being a doctor? school. <laughs> what? About me not being a doctor? Yeah, about you not being a doctor. Weird. Yeah, it's part of Katie Law. <laughs> this will be the uh, the law that rules our land. Of mm -hmm. blip. <laughs> where we play Katie blip. Ball. Yeah, that's where the national... This is a little one-sided, I'll be honest. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm fine with it. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Takes pressure off me. I'll just hold a bunch of offices. Fair enough. Seems really boring, though. Well, you know, a lot of okay. I'm, holding. I'm gonna hold the office of like bouncy ball studies, and okay. I'm gonna study bouncy balls. And Wait, but why are you studying it if you're holding the office? Doesn't that mean you're already well versed in bouncy balls? I'm a I'm a hands-on leader, okay? Like, okay. <laughs> I'm not somebody who like worked his way up the ladder and then completely bails on like the whole process. I still have respect for the craft. Okay. I'm out so, there like, with the continuing people. Continuing education. Yeah. Okay. God. <laughs> Um, have you seen Jessica Jones? I have not. I, I 
It's probably because I started with Arrow, but I, I can't take any comic book thing seriously. And sorry if you hear weird <laughs> licking sounds. My cat is right next to the microphone licking my fingers because she's angry at me for not allowing her to play with something on Dan's desk. Um, <laughs> You're rude. I'm on I her am side. Very rude. <laughs> That's a weird way to protest by licking your hand, so... <laughs> Well, it tastes like the metal. Because, like, she wants this little weird thing. I don't know. And now she's... God damn it, cat. Go away. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just heard a murder happen. No, no murder. Oh, okay. Never mind, then. I, I'm i not really even sure what happened. Okay, I think... I don't know. Cat, go away. Go <laughs> Um, fuck, what was I talking about? Jessica Jones or shows. Oh, oh, right. Um, I, I can't watch any comic book show now. Like, I even tried to watch um, Luke Cage, and I just, I can't get into it. I don't know what it is. It's just, I, I find them all extremely absurd, and, like, it's all, like, movies I can handle because it's just two hours. But, like, I have zero attention span for anything pop culture anymore. That's fair. I can see that. Uh, we just, anyway, <laughs> we just started it. I think it's like pretty good. Like I've already been like, this is better than Daredevil, which I am upset oh, about. Oh wow! Because uh, yeah. Daredevil, I liked, but I could totally admit all of its flaws. The pacing was super slow, uh, and just like so little happened in an episode. Like Jessica Jones kind of has that occasionally, but it's just more interesting across the board. And like episode three has like four sex scenes and it's oh. just completely different tonally okay like that's not the entire show but it's <laughs> are you it's, sure yeah I'm, I'm sure but it's just <laughs> like it, to, like i expected it to just be another continuation except now it's uh kristen ritter starring in the the place of a brooding superhero and like she does her share of brooding but she has like fun quips and is just generally badass and uh, it's it's just better. That's cool. Uh, it makes I'm kind of curious for Luke Cage because he's in Jessica Jones a bit. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I can also see it going the way of Daredevil, where it's just like this guy with very little personality, like beating people up. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that's probably why I don't like it. It's just I don't know. I never thought I'd say this, but like superhero shows are all the same. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it just makes me feel like a fake nerd, that's all. Ooh, you no don't big like, deal. You don't, uh, what, see, the thing is, nerds are allowed to dislike something, and they will totally dislike something real hard, because it's not something right. fit into some mold. So. But I don't... I think that just I'm, like, I'm okay with not liking things. It's just that I don't like not liking things just because it rubs me the wrong way. Like, I don't have a legitimate reason for it. I just, I can't stand it. Like, <laughs> and I don't want to be one of those people. <laughs> I mean, it's valid enough reason just not to like something. Like it, but, it doesn't hmm. hit. It doesn't hit you in a certain way. There's, uh, like, if you can explain it, cool. If it's like, just, I don't know. Like, I don't like corn. People love corn. <laughs> I just don't like it. The the text, like, it could be the texture. How it could, dare you? It could be the texture. It could be the taste. Just something about it doesn't do it for me. Or or a better example, mayonnaise. I hate mayonnaise. But like, it's same. Yeah, totally. Texturally ketchup's basically the same like it's not a texture thing it's totally a flavor what? thing but something about the flavor just doesn't do it for me <laughs> and i don't know what it is 
So cool. like you're allowed not to like the flavor of a TV show. I decree it. Fair enough. As okay. the minister of TV in whatever. <laughs> in Blipland. 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 Oh my god, best. All right, we're gonna start our own nation, guys. Seems to be the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> Although apparently the land of Blipland is is in two spots in Northern California and Southern California, and it's kind of like how. Uh, is it Minnesota that's split into two, but it's still one state? Oh, no. Uh, Dakota. Michigan? No, it's not <laughs> a Dakota. No, I mean, like, fuck, I'm not stupid. What? What is the state? I'm going to pull the map. Virginia? No. No, that's West Virginia. What the fuck? Carolina? No. It's not one state. What are you talking about? Hold on. <laughs> Why did, I, why did I just click on? Uh, while I look for this. Listen, dude. Daniel, browse his computer. Shut while I halfway talk Michigan. about stuff. I'm really bad at vamping. Michigan. Oh Michigan. It's Michigan. Michigan what? is split up. I'm pull up a map right now. If you look at a map of the U.S., which my computer suddenly deciding needs to go to a different picture. Michigan is two different chunks that are not that are connected by a bridge one is above wisconsin there's some water and then the other is above indiana and ohio oh okay like like different land masses yes. i understand now. so that's what blipland's gonna be <laughs> part of it's gonna no, be where i am no, part of it's not. gonna be where you are it's like the opposite of that which would be like because it's land surrounded by land. I don't know. Shut up. You shut up. Like, <laughs> Vatican City is its own nation in the middle of another nation. It could be like that, but in two pieces. I'm really confused about Wisconsin and why it hasn't, like, forcibly entered that part of Michigan and taken it over. I don't know. Yeah, I don't understand why that was some agreement. Like, well, this is Michigan. This is also Michigan. <laughs> Why isn't this its own state? Mm -mm, it's Michigan. Why isn't it Wyoming? Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, it's Michigan. So, well, I hope that was the extent of the argument. Nope. Like lots of flag waving and foot stomping. That's how I imagine it going. Just everyone was stoked to be Michigan. Let's yeah. all be Michigan. <laughs> so, speaking of flag waving in Michigan, do you have a court case for us? I have. I have three. Three? So, All right. I have three because they kind of go fast. Okay. I remember last time, which was like two months ago, um, it went by really fast. So, okay. So, I mean, you can take your time or not. We're at an hour 11. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you don't want me to talk anymore. No. I'm, no. Um, so, I don't know. We were kind of kids when this happened. Um, but did you ever hear about the Kervorkian cases? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. That's the, well, uh, like, Dr. Death guy, right? Yeah. So, apparently, so his first case, he was acquitted because he didn't actually kill the people. So, basically, for anybody who is not familiar, it's like this guy decided that he wanted to help people commit suicide. So, he created, like, these death contraptions, um, kind of like a... a I don't know if it's a precursor because I don't remember when it actually took place, but um, 
he mixed chemicals together and then like death penaltyed them <laughs> like of their own volition. So like they would they would have their arms raised and then he would stick the needle in them and then when they lowered it, then everything would flow into them and then, then they would die. Um but for one of them it didn't work. <laughs> like the chemicals weren't going into this person's body. So instead he decided that he was going to poison her with carbon monoxide. So that was exciting. Um, I just found it interesting that he was acquitted because he didn't technically kill them. They See, killed themselves. When you said death contraption, I pictured like some strange bicycle or like some terrifying <laughs> saw device. Like, did sort you ever, of, did, honestly. Did you ever go to like the museum of, uh, was it museum of, not museum of death? Uh, the... It was it's it was in San Diego when we were there. It was an exhibit about torture devices. I pitched, yeah, I imagine something fucking terrible in there. Yeah. I mean that's I mean, still not of, that's like, still not great to have to like all right, raise your hands like you're on a roller coaster. Okay, put your arms down. What happens when I put my arms down? Eh, it stops being fun. <laughs> well no, because they signed up for it. Like they actually wanted to die and they wanted to kill of themselves. Course. They were just like I don't know, they couldn't I don't think they could foresee themselves actually doing it. So, like, they wanted assistance. Um, but I don't know. I Eventually, the only reason he ever got convicted is because he, like, videotaped himself actually killing people and then broadcast that on CBS. That seems like a bad idea. <laughs> right? Also, he was like, oh, you can't convict me. <laughs> also, come on, CBS. Why are you signing yeah. off on that? Well, it was I, I assume it was like a hostile takeover back when, you know, that was easy to do. I I imagine Kevorkian very much like the Joker, just, you know, <laughs> not really. <laughs> um, no, how? Well, like... Just breaking into know. places and broadcasting stuff? Yeah. I don't know. That's something the Joker does, doesn't it? Uh, Is that something the Joker does? <laughs> I feel like you'd know better I, than I would. He does it, like, once in The Dark Knight. But other than that, I don't really know if he does. It's, it's like a common thing in comic books, right? Like, they, they take over news networks yeah. and broadcast their own stuff. I mean, yeah, it is. I just wanted to see how you get there. Or if you had some other angle on it. But that's fair. No, not really. Because, like, he, he his goal purportedly was to help people but i think it was just like he he was a sick dude and like wanted an outlet and that was his outlet which i mean honestly if if you can help people by i don't know i don't know how i feel about it really it's kind of a weird concept because there are people like that and they need constructive outlets kind of like dexter mm -hmm. so do we keep them confined where it gets worse or i mean or alternatively, let them do it where it gets worse. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that's not where I thought that was going. I thought you were gonna go more along the lines of like there are people who are terminally ill, they don't want to live anymore, and because of the way some things are, they're not able just to like have control over their own life. And you're okay oh, with see. like these people existing, but instead you're like, yeah, serial killers that kill serial killers are cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, no, not oh, God damn it. Next case. <laughs> yeah, next case. All right. Um, so there was this... 
I think he was like in Alabama or something, which was this guy's first mistake, let's be real. True. He was a Japanese um, foreign exchange student. And he was like, and he went to he Alabama. Dressed up. Yeah, I don't know. Do you, I have no idea. Do you get idea. a choice if you do that? Yeah, you do. You, you oh. can like choose the, your state, I think. Okay. I don't know how it works for other countries, but I know like, I know we had a foreign exchange student who was very much like a surfer, surfer bro, and he came from England. So he had like apparently zero concept of um, of how California worked. And so like he came to Sacramento expecting oh, it to guy. be like San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> I think he only went to the beach like twice that semester. So that was fun. Um, so this guy, it's like Halloween time and he's dressed up in like Saturday night fever gear <laughs> and he knocks on this person's door trying to find a, a Halloween party and the it's a woman and for some reason because she's a white lady screams freaks out and then her husband fucking opens the garage door with a shotgun <laughs> like pushing a button or shooting through it <laughs> he Apparently. presses the button with like, the garage door <laughs> Or, he opens the door and then also has a shotgun. Like, oh, okay. Then, Neither yeah, of I don't my know ideas. How the garage door, but like, it's not through <laughs> a hole. Like, I don't know. Anyway, um, so he he greets this guy and he's like, Hello, how are you? Well, he's like, Get off my property. And then the guy doesn't understand enough English to get that. And then, like, apparently he had lost a contact, like, that's speculated. Because, like, he apparently didn't see the gun, and that's why he didn't run away. And he just like, kept advancing and, like, waving his arms because, like, he was trying to communicate, like, he didn't understand what was going on. Or, like, he was trying to get him to, like, stop getting angry. And then he got shot right in the face. Ow. And then the guy who shot him was acquitted because that's how the United States justice system works. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of saw that coming. I'm like, okay, so some guys shot someone who came on his property he didn't want there, and it's just fine. Yeah. It just drives me nuts. Like, I, I don't, I honestly don't understand it. There, we have, we have rules that are literally called stand your ground, and um, oh, the other one, the other one was great. It was like, like I dare you to try. It was like, it was oh. along those lines. In that sort of colloquial like language, it's the "I dare you to try" rule, where like give an example of that. Um, fuck. Uh, <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> well, no, there are examples. Um, I just literally can't think of anything right now. I know like Florida is crazy about that, and Texas, and. Um, I think that particular rule, though, is from Colorado. Could be the other one, though. But anyway. What's the other um, one? I, so I yeah, keep getting caught on these things you're saying. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm in my head right now. And I also, I promised myself I wasn't going to talk about crim law anymore. And then clearly that's not happening. Um, fuck want to know but i don't want to do dead air okay um so anyway i guess moving on because those those kind of rules just like piss me off i think they're so barbaric and stupid oh oh 
big one. So there's a duty to retreat. Duty. <laughs> so okay, so you can you can kill out of self defense, right? Right. And in NPC jurisdictions, which is the model penal code, it's like a it's a way of framing um criminal law basically. Uh so in the model penal code, you have a duty to retreat only if somebody is threatening your life. So not if somebody is like just like hitting you with a stick, right? Like non-life-threatening situations. You don't have a duty to retreat. You can like hit them back. Okay. So that's number one problem. Violence is okay as long as it's, you know, within the same realm. So if they're threatening you violently with death or serious injury, you have a duty to retreat. Um, Unless you're in your own home, and a lot of the time, it, you have to you have to know that you can get away with complete safety, which is basically impossible. So basically, you don't ever have to run away, and you can just kill people who are trying to like kill you. Like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. It just seems really weird. Like you don't have a duty to run normally, and like under common law jurisdictions, which is like the other half of states. There's absolutely no duty to retreat at all. You just fight like a man. <sighs> Clearly, that was what I took away from criminal law is that it's incredibly toxic masculinity. Incredible toxic masculinity? Yeah, I don't know. I can save the last case for later. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, for my recommendation, I am recommend recommending a book that a friend of mine wrote. Because I have some talented friends sometimes. It's weird. Um, my friend Kent, who I also have worked with for a while, uh, he writes under the name J. Kent Prayer, P-R-E-Y-E-R. Uh, mm -hmm. This is a second book. This one is a kid's book te technically, but it's something I could see in like a Tim Burton sort of world where it's like kind of creepy and kind of cute. It's called Fly, okay. it's called Fly Witness, A Different Kind of Bedtime Story. And it is the uh, zany... I'm reading the back of the book directly. Flywitten <laughs> is the delightfully zany tale of a boy swept away to be populated by some very peculiar... Uh, swept to a world to be populated by some very peculiar uh, teeny tiny creatures. And in this book, this guy goes to like a therapist and she gets into his mind and realizes that he killed a fly and wound up going to court in a court run by bugs. <laughs> And it, it's really, it's really fucking rad. And he gave somebody a draft of it years ago to like, um, to do some illustrations for it. And so I just read a really early draft of it, and he finally like got published and is selling it through Amazon. And it's, just, it's really fun. That's so cool. So Fly Witness by J. Kent Prayer, P. R. E. Y. E. R. And it could be prayer, it could be prayer. I've never actually asked him how he pronounced his last name. So that'll do it that's for cool. episode 61, I believe, unless you have something else. No, no, that's it. Oh, uh, I got a tattoo also. What? <laughs> that's kind of big news. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's I feel weird kind of bringing it up to people, but I also keep poking my arm. Uh, mm -hmm. A couple weeks ago, uh, one of Katie's goals for the year is to get a tattoo before year's end. And we mentioned going the, for some reason, like, 
Black Friday was a bad idea. The day after Black Friday was a good idea. So uh, <laughs> we went to Death or Death and Glory or Death or Glory in downtown Davis, and we walked in and we're like, we were wondering if you guys had any availability for walk-ins. They're like, oh, we don't right now, but we do at, at around seven if you guys want to come back. So we're like, all right, fuck it. So like, we're downtown. What do you want to do? That's when we saw Moana. So nice. then we went and saw Moana, had dinner, and then came back. And then they're like, all right, cool. So what do you guys want? Uh, Katie got a comma on her ribs. Mm-hmm. And then I got a boo from Mario on my arm. That's adorable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's. I saw a tag that kind of looks like this years ago when I was riding my bike. And I took a picture of it. And I kind of just been playing with the idea of getting as a tattoo for years. And then finally, I was like, yeah, I'm probably going to do that. And then I just never got around to doing it because, like, I mean, my favorite game ever because I'm not a real gamer is Mario 64. My favorite levels are the, the mansion ones and all the other ones. And just Boo's fucking adorable. And when he showed up in uh, Luigi's Mansion, I'm like, ah, there he is. It's my boy. So. Hold on. Are you saying Mario 64 was not? Come on. What? That's a real game. Uh, what are you I, talking about? I just mean it's, like, so obvious of a game to be somebody's favorite game. But there, I also feel like there's a reason for that. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, <laughs> how if you're into metal, but your favorite metal band is Metallica, you're considered like a plebe. Uh, oh, I can okay, I can see how somebody would see that about me on my favorite game being Mario 64. So. I guess. I'm admitting my ignorance. I think ignorance. it works a little bit different for. Because okay. like only because nerds are. I don't know. They're. We, like like they don't consider you a real nerd unless your favorite game is an old game. Okay. That's that's always been my experience. <laughs> so that that's the only other note I had in my phone that I forgot to actually come around to. So I, nice. I'm now the inked masses man. I'm now a rebel. I'm gonna go around and break. It sounds like you're packing a pack of cigarettes right now. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I was I was half clapping. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, I'm gonna go be a ruffian now with my ink and uh, commit crimes and push things over. So look forward to that. You, man. Look yeah. forward to that. A world, America, Blipland. Blipland. So that has been episode 61 of the Blipcast, boring lives of interesting people podcast. I can never say interesting when I say the whole thing right. It's okay. I've been mumbling this entire podcast, and I'm really sorry about that. Zebra the podcast. You can find the Facebook, Facebook.com, Blipcast, Twitter at Blipcast. Email at bookguy.gmail.com. I'm Overcourt. She's Lamis. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Lady Lamis, because I just said Lamis. So. Yeah, Bye. well, that's all right. Yeah. I, don't I figured tweet. you could be that lazy. I don't tweet much these days. I, I don't either. I Although I like just I did a tweet. Ooh. I did a tweet. <laughs> Proof we don't tweet much. I did a tweet. <laughs> How about you do tweets at us, at Overcourt and at Lady Lamis. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> And stop. Hi. Hey. Um, I'm on Dan's thing, uh-huh. so. If you need me to adjust my volume, I can actually do that this time. Hey. Well, you sound better already. So, can, <laughs> can you hear me? I can hear you. Fantastic. We're killing it. <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like we're pros now. Almost. Although I have this weird, like, echoing thing.
I feel like maybe he left his voice synthesizer on because I just kind of sound creepy. Does he have a voice synthesizer? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> to like, anyway, go on. Why? <laughs> uh, it's for his channel. Um, so like it changes the tonality of his voice, but if you can't hear it, then that's fine. No, we're good. All okay, right, good. I will. Oh, apparently, I already started recording, so that's good. Yay! All this part is now bonus or something. Say more words. Say more words. What? We haven't had bonus in forever. Uh, have we? I put it on there, but it's not usually like anything really. It's basically this kind of stuff, and then shall we? <laughs> Every single episode ends with like shall we? <laughs> well, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Catbox Production.